built so that you could access the activities of the mountains a little bit closer to the city. The Whitewater Center, located over in western Mecklenburg County, continues to be a place of activity even in the wintertime. Welcome, everyone, to the Carolina Outdoors. Your host right here, Bill Barty. I come in each week to break down four different segments for your listening pleasure, and hopefully along the way you will seek out a new adventure for you to take on. And along the way, you'll also meet outdoor people that are making outdoor things happen. We're glad that you're joining us, however you may join the Carolina Outdoors, whether it be early on a Saturday morning via the airwaves of WBT Radio as we blast up and down the eastern seaboard, or maybe you're joining us via podcast, highlights of the Carolina Outdoors, uh, accessible everywhere, including over at jessebrowns.com. Well, many of us use the Whitewater Center venue for mountain biking, climbing, music festivals, rope courses, ropes courses, and yes, even whitewater rafting and kayaking. But what about the wintertime? We're going to bring on a brand new contributor to the Carolina Outdoors from over at whitewater.org, the Whitewater Center itself. Stephen Youngblade's going to join us on the Carolina Outdoors to give us the breakdown of what's happening here in Mecklenburg County for outdoor lovers and maybe those that don't know there are outdoor lovers yet. Stephen, welcome to the Carolina Outdoors. Thank you so much. Happy to be here. Well, it's fantastic for us to get you on because I made this whole list of uh, activities, and the list goes on and on. The festivals, the race series, the film series, the, you know, we we have some Pilates courses going on and, and more at the Whitewater Center. But here in the cold weather months, many of our outdoor lovers are, uh, you know, checking boxes that they maybe wouldn't be doing in December, January, or even February. Uh, and one of those is hitting the Whitewater Center in a kayak or or even a raft. So we wanted to get you on because we know here over at the Carolina Outdoors that there's still plenty going on during the winter months. Stephen, will you help us break down uh, what's happening? And, and I'll tease off this one first. Tell us about ice skating, because it started <laughs> several years ago. But, Stephen, it has expanded over the years, and here in the winter of 2023-2024, I think it's bigger than ever over there. That's true. That's true. I, I still get the question all the time, are you all open year-round? Mm-hmm. And we are. We're, we're open every day of the, of the year, and, um, and winter is becoming one of the more popular times to get out here. Let's say you get a nice a nice puffer jacket and you're under your Christmas tree, maybe from Jesse Brown's and you're looking to uh, get outside this winter. Um, yeah, we do have programming um, all winter long and it, it's really something. So ice skating has, has a great draw out here. We've got a 24,000 square foot outdoor ice rink with a couple of different skating zones on that rink. We've got a, we've got an ice trail, we even have a place on on the ice where we do uh, pond hockey, which is a is a great new addition. We do three v three adult and youth um, tournaments and and a regular season out there on the ice. So skating um, has been has been quite popular out here. It's a great way to get outside and and make use of the uh, the upper pond that we have here. Normally during the rafting, we fill that in with a with a really large outdoor ice skating facility. And in the, in this, my favorite part 
in the center of that facility, we've, we've plopped a little airstream. So if you want to ah. warm up with some hot cocoa or hot cider, you can do that on ice, which is a pretty cool experience. So that means you have to skate skate for hot cocoa, right? It's a short it's a short shot over there to the airstream. <laughs> if you make it there, you get your reward. That kind of leads to my question about who comes out there because, uh, uh, you know, when you say three on three hockey pond hockey you know all those those games adults and kids if they're playing hockey they're pretty good on skates at least in my mind but i do know that you have newcomers brand new people who have never been on on skates at all they're coming out there renting skates and, and hitting the pond so to speak right that's correct yeah all all ages all abilities. If you're like me, you're you're never too far from the railing because you're kind of holding on, <laughs> holding on for dear life. And then you, what's great about the pond hockey is you get some you get some serious skaters out there, right. and it, it's just stinking fun to watch. So you you get to see that as kind of a what you hope to aspire to maybe in a few years. And so yeah, skating skating's open for everyone, and you you definitely see quite a range of abilities out there. And I think what's great, too, is uh, if you're not a skater, um, there's also other winter activities as well. We've got, uh, we've got a couple different uh, pop-up Christmas markets around the facility. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's new this year as well. So if you need to pick up you know, a last-minute Christmas gift or ornament, um, we've got those around the facility. And then we've got about a half mile of a walking trail that we have illuminated. Um, and so you can walk the trail at night and you get to experience all sorts of fun activities on that trail. You know, we've got glow in the dark bouldering, we've got swings, we've got hammocks you can crawl through that are all underneath the holiday lights. So it's a pretty fun experience. If you don't want to get on ice, you can walk the trail. And if you don't want to walk the trail, we've got great food and beverage options as well. Stephen, paint that picture for us, because listening to the Carolina Outdoors now, you have rugged deer hunters who are heading out to their tree stand, or you you have people who are uh, traversing their way to a trout stream, or maybe they're at a boat ramp on one of our area lakes backing their boat in for some, uh, some wintertime uh, lake fishing. So you're talking to that rugged crowd, but go to our, our, our lighter side, our uh, romantic side, if you'll allow that over there, TJ to DJ Boggs. We're going to head into that. Will you paint the picture of the Whitewater Center at night when the pond is illuminated and then that half-mile uh, trail is illuminated, how nice and beautiful it is during these winter winter months when the days are shorter and we can be out at the Whitewater Center in the evening? I think that, yeah, oh, that's what's so, that's what's so cool is what, you know, that, that fisherman or that, that hunter, they know how cool nature and the outdoors is in those low lights at night. It's a, it's a special experience that not all of us, you know, seek out or enjoy. And, and that's what I find so awesome about the experience we've designed here is being in the woods at night and going for a walk um and and kind of experiencing all these little discoveries in the woods it's a special feeling it's quiet it's calm every now and then you get you see that you see the glow of maybe a mountain biker or a trail runner who's off running at night with their headlamps and and that kind of passes you by and so there's Mm -hmm. there's a real kind of different experience of of being outside at night that we think we've we've tapped into something here that just it's just something that 
that, that we all kind of seek out and, and want a little bit of. So I think that's what's cool is we've built these experiences now that all ages and all abilities can be in the woods at night and, and kind of get a taste of that. And then, of course, you know, the skating, that's just got a great vibe. It's, right. We've got music going. We've got the solo stove burning. See a lot of a lot of kids out on dates. A lot of families coming. So that I think that has a real family family friendly vibe, which which we really like. Well, and and that pond is big enough to hold you know a lot of people safely, so that you aren't uh, you know elbowing into some some other couple that's out there on a date, or you're not uh, under somebody's feet or skates, so to speak. There's there's yeah. room to maneuver and enjoy the escape of being at the Whitewater Center. Uh, if you're just joining us here on the Carolina Outdoors, our guest, Stephen Youngblade from whitewater.org. That is the Whitewater Center. Talking about wintertime uh, at the Whitewater Center, he mentioned, you just heard it, they are open year-round, so the cold weather months don't shut them down. In fact, it makes it an expanse occur, so it's the mountain bikers, the hikers, the climbing, all of that is going on, but we've added a little bit of pond skating, ice skating, pond hockey, and that sort of thing. But, Stephen, I want to bring this up because uh, – uh, we mentioned those rugged outdoors people that may be listening to the Carolina Outdoors. Included in that are some people who are getting up early for uh, a Saturday morning bike ride before traffic hits, uh, you know, the, the highways and byways of the Charlotte metro area. But we also have a contingency of runners who are getting up early, uh, knocking out a run so they, could, they can be fit and have an extra serving maybe during the holiday time. But there's a whole nother group of people who are preparing, here we go, for that resolution of of running, being in shape, exercising, if you will. And at the Whitewater Center, we have a New Year's Eve trail race that's coming up so that it kind of helps us kick in to preparations for 2024. Will you talk to us about the races that are coming up, including that one? and including the half marathon that's right around the corner out at the Whitewater Center. Sure thing. Yeah, we are, we're proud of our, our Whitewater Race Series. We host about a little over 30 different uh, races, trail races over the, the course of the year. Um, the New Year's Eve trail race is the last one of 2023 where you can ring in the new year um, while, while on the trails. And then We've got it right around the corner. When you when when you hit 2024, we have our first ever road and trail race. We're calling it Rocky Road. Wow! But it's 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 an idea of, of where you're you're racing a little bit on the road and a little bit on the trail and kind of blending. What, what what's so great about both of those those different disciplines? That's going to be a 5K, a 10K, and a half marathon. And then a couple weeks after that, we have our uh, our frigid. Uh, our frigid <laughs> trail race, and it, it, within that, it's called the frigid. Not just because you know that's early February; it, it could be quite cold out here. But we include a, a polar plunge at the end of that race, where you actually finish your run and then you you do a plunge into our deep water solo pool, which uh, it gets pretty cold in February. So that's for the, uh, the the adventure seekers that want a little bit more than just a trail race. So those are kind of the the first couple races of the year, but we've got them going all year long. Hey, Stephen, talk to us about what we need. You know what? I leave this out because I assume people may know, but they don't know that attending 
the Whitewater Center is free of charge. You can go out there onto the property. All you have to do is pay parking. You pay, a, uh, I think it's a $6 per automobile fee. And then uh, once you get there, you can choose. You can get a day pass or you can choose the activities that you want to do. But being on the property, um, it doesn't cost anything. The food is really good. You mentioned the drinks, including the hot cocoa. All of that is really good. But what do we need if we are going to come out there to, um, well, let's just say visit. Uh, if we don't have a bike for a mountain bike uh, trail or or we don't have skates for ice skating, do we need to bring that out there? Or are bikes and skates and the other things that we may participate in, climbing wall, what is there uh, accessible to us, I guess, via rent? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so we, we encourage people to come on out, as, as you can imagine. Um, and you do have to pay to park, but there's no there's no cost to attend other than that. And so we sell a, a very reasonably priced annual parking pass that we think is the best, the best deal in town. It's $40, and you can park out here all year long. Um, and then once you're here, we're 1,300 acres of, of green space. Wow. We've got about 40, a little over 40 miles of trails. And so um, you're welcome to, to walk those trails, to run those trails, to ride those trails if you have your own bike um, with no charge. And I, I think that's what's such, a, such an amazing amenity to, to have that in Charlotte's backyard, to be able to, to have access to that green space is something that, that we really pride ourselves on, that I get a lot, of, a lot of joy out of being part of that community. Now, um, the, way we, you know, the way we structure our, the rest of our activities is, if you wanna, if you wanna buy a pass, we have an all-inclusive pass, or, or we also sell them for individual sports or activities, and and with that, you know, any any appropriate gear would be would be included. So if you wanna go skate, but you don't have your skates, those are included with your skate pass. If you if you wanna ride a bike, that's included with your bike pass, and obviously the the all-inclusive pass includes everything you need to raft and, and ride the zip lines and do everything else that we have out here. And so that th- those those passes are are we have those year round. But yeah, any other any other anytime you want to come out here and just walk the trails or or, or kind of have a beer and enjoy yourselves, there's there's no charge for that. Oh, what a great time of year to be out there! We've left out the beautiful weather that we have here in the Carolinas anyway, so uh, it makes being out there year round just all the more special and all the more easy to do. Everyone, the voice that you hear over there, Stephen Youngblade from the Whitewater Center, whitewater.org. I'm your host of the Carolina Outdoors, Bill Barty. And uh, whether you're going out there for ice skate, hike a trail of lights, zip line, or enjoy a hot cocoa by the fire, the Whitewater Center is wide open, as it has been since 2001. Uh, so for 22 years, I guess, wow, that's, that happened pretty fast. It has been there for... Uh, people are not just around the Carolinas, but around the world, really, to to converge into this special place. But, Stephen, um, online with that came Santee, Pisgah, uh, Grayson, are all new properties that have joined the Whitewater Center as a part of the Whitewater organization. Can you talk to us a little bit about what Santee, Pisgah, and Grayson represent and and why they have come online and what their purpose is. Sure thing. Sure thing. Yeah. So, you know, our, you know, we, we live this kind of outdoor lifestyle every day here in Charlotte. This is our, this is our home base, but 
I mean, y'all know this. Y'all have the Carolina Outdoor Podcast, but this is one of the the stinking coolest and uh, (laughs) best regions in in the world, pound for pound. We've got some of the best outdoor gems in the state and and nearby in, in Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina. So I think part of the thinking was, how do we how do we continue to grow the experience of the outdoors and access to some of some of these really really rich regions as as whitewater continues to, to continues to grow and and can we help you know fan the flames a little bit of of what's already happening in these outdoor communities by just by just increasing access and 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 continuing to to grow that that spirit and so that's that was kind of the the impetus of of expanding into these outposts. So, you've got for those who aren't familiar, you've got uh, Whitewater Pisca, which is right outside of Asheville, smack in the uh, in Pisca National Forest. We've got um, accommodations, guided services, and and really just access to really really stinking cool mm-hmm. outdoor amenities in in that location. Right outside of Charleston, South Carolina, we've got Whitewater Santee. Um, which provides access to Francis Marion National Forest. We're right on the the uh, the um, east branch of the Cooper River, so we've got water access as well for fishing and flatwater kayaking. And then up in Virginia, we have not opened yet, but we have an amazing location on the end of the Virginia Creeper Trail up there in the Blue Ridge Highlands um, near White Top Station. It's at it's at around 4,000 feet. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Real Grayson Highlands. It's just one of the most beautiful places on the East Coast. Um, and we have some land up there that we are we are we are um, restoring some historic cabins to provide lodging and accommodations up there. Now that 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 property is not yet open, but I will say um, that's the target of our newest expansion. We are we are looking to continue to expand our footprint up in. Uh, up in Grayson, Virginia, and, and around the Virginia Creeper Trail, and I think I think that'll be an exciting one to come back and talk to you guys about some of the new developments up there in the in the coming months. All right, you heard it here. Grayson is the newest expansion, making four different properties for the Whitewater organization, including what we have right here in Mecklenburg with the Whitewater Center. But uh, Santee, as Stephen mentioned, Pisgah and Grayson, the newest, the fourth property on there. Stephen, we want to get you back on here to talk more about that because we oftentimes talk about uh, the Virginia Creeper Trail. The Appalachian Trail is right there. In fact, that's one of the closest uh, uh, places for Charlotte to access the Appalachian Trail is in that region of Virginia. So uh, we look forward to more conversations with you about that particular property as well. That's great. Yeah. And you, you talk to those through hikers, and that, a lot of them, they say their favorite part is cutting right through there, you know, leaving Damascus and getting into the highlands. And so I think that's a, that's a great source of pride that we have, you know, just in our backyard. And, you know, if we can help introduce folks from Charlotte, folks from the, from the communities here in North Carolina to some of those, some of those amazing gems of the outdoors and, and vice versa, if, if uh, you know, the folks passing through there can help discover Whitewater as well. We we think we're doing our job. Stephen Youngblade, you are too cool for jumping on from the Whitewater Center and whitewater.org. Thank you for your time here with us on the Carolina Outdoors. 
Well, thank you, Bill. Hope to be back soon. Heck yeah, we'll get you on here soon for sure. We encourage everybody to head over because everything we spoke about uh, on this edition, this segment of the Carolina Outdoors, is available for you at whitewater.org. I'm going to take a quick break here on the Carolina Outdoors, but don't worry. I'm coming back on the other side. You're listening to the Carolina Outdoors. <laughs> 